we're going to we're going to go to the fact that the bible is divided into stories poems and discussions you get oh okay so stories we see that stories came with an intent and they were talking about salvation but now the thing with stories and poems is that most times the people that were writing these things over exaggerated you get so you see paul you see paul say something like sorry you see the bible say something like oh your old men will see visions and your young men that, will that was that was Jewel, sorry. That was Jewel. I'm referring to Jewel. Yeah, that was so in Acts, like like the quote he um what he quoted, the Old Testament is in the New Testament revealed. Why the New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed? So now in Jewel, you if you just read Jewel literally, you're just like oh old men are in the dream dream or new men um young men and then they see visions. Do you understand? So now Paul Peter tried to explain it in Acts chapter two. That Joe was not saying that oh a certain part of people are going to see visions. Now this this, this explain one something. I'm, this this speaks of something I'm trying to say. That when it comes to reading the Bible, especially when it comes to reading the Old Testament, if you want to actually get the proper explanation, you need to go to the New Testament because, like I said, the Old Testament is in the new. The Old Testament is in the. New Testament revealed. You get so some of the things that were written as per um, these guys being very poetic and and in a way telling stories. They are being revealed in more simple terms in the New Testament. Can you say something about that? Okay. Uh, you 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 mentioned um, the the stories, the poems, and um, logical discussions, right? Yeah. So I, this was something that was first used by a friend, like a pastor friend. Well, he's the pastor and he's a very good friend, dear friend of mine. So he said he said something that if you notice the Old Testament, he, he classified it this way. And mostly, what you see in the Old Testament is the poems and the stories, right? So you have the basic things we have: Bible stories. Adam eats this. This happened. Cain gave birth. Um, Adam and Eve gave birth to Cain. Gave birth to Abel. Abraham had a child uh, with his uh, maid Hagar, so his wife's maid Hagar, and then um, he then later gave birth through Sarah, Isaac. You know, you have stories, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of stories, and then in these stories also you find out that they are trying to communicate an intent. That, let's not forget that we started with something. We said that God inspired these authors, and we know the author of Genesis, right? Had to be was Moses, right? Yeah. So God inspired these authors to actually show His plan. So you will see now that in Hebrews they would refer to Abraham as the father of faith, in the sense that when he was given Isaac, which is a story we know, yeah. he believed that God will raise his son, which is a declaration or a proclamation of the gospel, the intent of God to give his son for the world. But he believed that God will raise his son back to life. So that was why he was going to be able to sacrifice his son. Yes. Right? But it was and not clearly stated in the Old Testament. You see it clearly stated You see it in the New Testament. And the Bible tells us that Abraham believed God and it was just counted unto him for righteousness. Do you understand? So you, you, you see you see all those things. You you see a lot of you see a lot of stories like that. Okay, let's give you an example of a poem, like you clearly mentioned in Jewel. Jewel says, 
that um, and it shall come to pass. I will pour up my spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. All right, and then he was saying, your sons, your sons shall dream dreams. You know, and then you come to Acts of the Apostles, Acts chapter two, and you see the clear representation. Peter, Peter is using a logical discussion now. Yeah. This is why I said it's called the New Testament stories, poems, and logical discussions because you have logical discussions in the sense that in the New Testament they tend to explain the Old Testament explicitly. Yeah, they try to bring out the actual idea or the picture. That God was trying to show in the Old Testament because you know in Hebrews chapter one, the Bible says, "God who at sundry times and in diverse manners has in time past spoken to us through the fathers and the prophets." Yeah. Right? But in this time, He has spoken to us through Christ, who is the express image. Yeah. Right. So in the Old Testament, God tries to communicate something to us, but then now in there the is New a Testament. clearer picture. Yes, in the New Testament. In the New clearer. Testament, about so what this, God's plan is. You see is. this in not just not just. Um, not just prophecies. You see this in a lot of things. So you see in the Old Testament when Moses is like, look on to the serpent, and anybody that is looking on the serpent will not get beat by other snakes. Yeah. The serpent that he held on it. So that was a story. In the Testament, there's this person yeah. in the Bible that has to do with looking up to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And apart from that, necessarily, you see that as a believer, you rely your life on Jesus Christ. You get. So if you rely your life on Jesus Christ, just like the serpent was raised in the snake. Sorry. Just like the serpent was raised in the Old Testament, you see a clearer or a better description of that in Jesus Christ in the New Testament. So that's why a lot of times, any when um, men of God teach on this, they, they, they tend to tell us that we're in the advantage age. You understand? So we now have the Old Testament and New Testament to to like see the po- poetic version here and get the clearer description. So since we're in the advantage. Since we, are in, since we are in advantage, you understand? We need to actually get this clear. So we are going to find, we are going to end with this. We are going to take practical steps on how you can study the Bible. So one of them is studying in context. You get So this means that when you are studying the Bible, you don't just see one passage of the Bible and you're like, oh, this is it. And you're like, Rema, Ho, Skibi. This one, you don't even have to actually go to the Old Testament or whatever. This necessarily just means that you read it through. You read where the story is coming from. You read where it's going to. There's this passage in the Bible that talked about the fact that um, um, I forgot the disciple and he was like, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Jesus Christ came and he was like, oh, I saw you when you were under the fig tree. And he was like, oh, Rabbi. Something, something, something. And, and Jesus was not like, you shall see greater things. If you ended there, you might just think that greater things is car, houses, and all. Then Jesus Christ now explained in the same in the next verse, and he was like, You shall see the Son of Man ascend and descend to heaven. So necessarily, Jesus Christ was telling him that the greater things you will see is me being the communication between heaven and earth. You get, and which was necessarily our salvation plan. You get. So one other way you could study effectively is by studying. It's by, it's, by, it's by getting discipleship or will I say studying with um, mentors. Can you say something about that please? Alright. Um, discipleship. It's God's plan for the believer's growth is actually in, in, in spiritual... God's plan for the believer's spiritual growth is in discipleship. Alright. So it's the church which is very important. The church, the body of Christ. Um, you see in Jeremiah 3, 11, it says, I will give you pastors after my heart who will feed you with the word of God. Yeah. So God wants the believer to grow, but then at the same time, you are going to grow by teachings. You never yes. you, you never grow by yourself. Right? You see, you see Jesus spent 40 days. 
You see, Jesus, yeah, yeah. In as much as you learn, you, you learn by study, right? Yeah. Much more you learn by, by being taught. Men, yeah. You learn by other men, right? You see, Jesus spent forty days after after resurrection to explain to them. All right, Luke twenty four captures that. Um, expounded to them from the scriptures about himself. Yeah. He was going to explain things to them because they weren't just going to go ahead like they had to be taught. You see Paul, you see Paul show the fact that Timothy is the person who understands him because Timothy has been teaching, yes. has been taught by him rather. And you also see that the apostles were people who were given to the word of God and prayers. So they were taught also you see, you, you see Paul write letters to the church in Colossae. You see church, Paul write to the church in Ephesus. You see Paul write to the church in Corinth. You see church write to the church in Philippi. So all these things are facts that are, are, are to prove the fact that the way the believer is supposed to grow is by teachings, right? In, in Ephesians, also you see how you see Paul tries to show us the ministry gifts, how that they are given for the edification of the saints for the work of ministry. So how the believer will be edified is through teachings. It's through the pastors, through their prophets, through their apostles, yes. through those that have been given to them. That, I used to say this way, that the believer's growth is actually limited in a way to the growth of the pastor, to the growth of the church, yes, so which is very important. Yeah, that, that's a very, very profound statement. It necessarily means that if your spiritual father or your apostle or whatever is not really grounded, there's a limitation to it. There's a limitation to your growth because that's the person you listen to every sunday or perhaps wednesday or thursday depends on when you guys meet you get so lastly we would like, like to say the bible is the bible we are not written in pigeon either was it written in Igbo or was it written in english language you get so the bible was written in greek and hebrew the old testament is written in hebrew why the new testament was written in greek so one other thing you could do to ensure your growth or to ensure your excellence or accuracy in reading and understanding the bible is getting the interpretation of some of these words so we've come to the end of the video we've come to the end of this part of this month's series about the bible so don't forget to like share and subscribe so till next time guys